Hello and welcome to the Filmmakers Podcast. This is a podcast where we talk filmmaking, from indie films to studio films and everything in between, how to get them made, how to make them, and how to try not to F it up, in our very, very humble opinion. Today, we're talking about going from short films to feature films and how can shorts really be a calling card. I'm Giles Alderson, director of the short films 47 Cleveland, Taken and The Heart of the Forest, and director of the feature films The Dare and World of Darkness. Andrew Roger is not here today. He is doing an ITV drama. Uh, Christian James is sunning himself on the beach somewhere. Dan Richardson is filming something about animals. I have no idea what, but I'm, we're about to tell you, and it's going to be really exciting in the next couple of weeks. But what we do have is the wonderful Julian Kostov joining us as a guest host. Welcome, Julian! Yes! Yes! He's I am my, here. He's my producer of The Dare, and he's also a wonderful actor starring in films such as... Another Mother's Son. Another Mother's Son. Leatherface, and you can catch me on A Discovery of Witches in on Sky yes. later this year. Yes. Yes. Can't wait for that. Super <laughs> excited. And do you know who else is here, joined us, is one of the stars of The Dare. It's Robert Marcello, Robert. Hello. <laughs> yeah. It's an honor to be here witnessing that fantastic podcast. Thank you. Thank you. It's, it's so nice to have you here. You're here for what? Don't walk away. Come back. You're... you're you, you're here for... I just flew in to be part of this. I really like that. Yeah. <laughs> All the way from the land. That's it. Yeah. That's it. Just like, to let's say do that. it. To say hello. Yeah. And, and hello to you. Yeah, hello back. <laughs> okay, yeah, just continue. All right, we'll continue. Yeah. All right. We're coming at you from Just Voices Studio today. It's a brilliant studio. As you know, very reasonably priced. And if you want a central London studio without the central London prices, then this is the place for you. Visit them at justvoicesagency.com. Speak to Simon, speak to Lee, make your podcasts here, do your voiceovers, do your ADR. It's a wonderful little place. And they're cool as hell. Yeah. Why wouldn't you? Boom. You just met Lee. How nice is Lee? Yeah, wonderful. And she's been looking after the beers for us. And we're going to get to the beers in a minute because, wow, we've got a little treat for ourselves here (laughs) sent to us by Marston. Thank you very much. Um, So do subscribe to us on iTunes. Get us rocking up the charts. Um, Welcome to this week's show. Thank you for listening. You're amazing for keep listening. We have so many wonderful followers and we really appreciate you for listening, I suppose. (laughs) (laughs) We just appreciate you. You know what I mean? You're filmmakers. Why not get on with it? Um, If you haven't already, why not check out our previous podcast with one of our wonderful guests, Julian Kostov, who's here. They talk about Another Mother's Son with with Sam Kerr, the DOP of that. It's a really wonderful episode. Julian tells a wonderful story. About Star Wars, which I cut out. Wait, no, you tell, oh. <laughs> you tell a wonderful story about uh, swimming and your journey into filmmaking, which yeah. is really cool. So listen to it, check it out. So joining us today to talk filmmaking is Deborah Haywood. Hello. Hello. Ah, oh, she's so <laughs> lovely. Um, Deborah's first short, Lady Margaret, starring Michael Soccer. I got it right this time. <laughs> yeah. Um, was so promising, she was selected for a Screen International Stars of Tomorrow. She's Biffa nominated, no less, and has won several wow. awards, including Best Short at Soho Russia Short Film Festival with her short film Sis. She then won plaudits and awards for her fifth short film, Twinkle Twinkle, which is part of the ranking collaboration shorts programme, which I saw on TV when it was on there, and I loved it. And her quite fabulous debut feature film, Pincushion, starring Lily Newmark. Uh, and Joanna Scanlon, Open Critics Weeks at Venice International Film Festival. It's produced by Gavin Humphreys, Maggie Monteith, Creative England and BFI. And DOP'd by Nicola Daly. So listen, welcome to the show, Deborah Hayward. Yes. yes. 
Yes. Thanks for having me. So we've got beer, right? Yeah, we so have. So this is really Burton cool. Burton beer, no less. I don't even know the story. What, what's right, the beer? so Marsden's Brewery, um, they're, they're doing a film festival. They're uh-huh. sponsoring a film festival because in... Um, and this is the sound of beer you can hear. This isn't me putting <laughs> special effects on. They've literally sent us beers. We don't um, have the budget for special effects. No, exactly. <laughs> and Burton-on-Trent is home of water, but it's also home of Marsden's beer. Uh, and they've decided to... What the, uh, let's get the beers out and then I'll tell you about that. This is the sound of me opening beers. Badly, there you go. Struggling. This is oh, this is stout. There's others. Hang on. Do you what do you want? Do you want a lager? Because they've sent us loads. And, That's uh, a stout. Stout. Uh, actually, do you stout's want a... really good for you. Apparently. Do you know what they haven't given us? What? An opener. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to ask Lee. Well, Rob is here. He can open it with his eyes open. But actually, I think <laughs> it's so tough. I prefer the lager. I've, and they've given us lagers, so I'm going to get a lager. And Rob with his massive, muscly hands. Rob is a brilliant actor, by the way. Do cast him in anything you can. Look him up. Robert Marcy, he's a beautiful man. Double A. Marcer. I'm going to see, <laughs> see if they've got... Oh, it's English pale ale. All right. Oh, I'll have that. Yeah? All right, here you go. Thank you. Oh, that was Robbie a beautiful hero. Song, wasn't it? Look at beautiful that, it's amazing. Song. So basically, oh yeah, uh, that smells like my hometown. <laughs> yeah, but it's, that's where it's from, though. Yeah, isn't it? I know. That's okay. what this guy. That's like what the air smells like. Burton. Hops. Burton. 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 So why is the film festival sponsored by Marsden's beer? You ask. I heard you ask that. Didn't I asked you? that. Yeah, yeah you did. did. Yeah. Uh, well, Burton on Trent <laughs> is the spiritual home of brewing, and where Marsdens do all their brewing. However, it's also a creative hub with talents there, not just Deborah Haywood um, from the film and cinematography world. People like Shane Meadows, Rich Yeomans, and Paddy Considine all began filmmaking journey in Burton. We think there was something in the water. That's what they wrote. Mm. Like that. I see what they did. Yeah. I think I made that joke earlier, but better. But. <laughs> <laughs> no, do you know what? The guys have been brilliant there. Um, but hailing from Burton, Marston's wanted to unite both the beer and the film through the Burton's first ever film festival, which celebrates local and national talent with a mission to champion young and upcoming filmmakers throughout the UK. Mm-hmm. Uh, and this is it's, what is it's 31st of March is the closing date. Basically, it's free to enter. So if you've got a short film now or a documentary web series feature, get it into the film festival now. It's free. Why wouldn't you uh, go to? I'll just make one now. Well, it does. Uh, why yeah. not? If you've yeah. got an iPhone, yeah. this is what we've been banging on about. Make your film yes. in 2018. Mm. If you've got an idea now, this is a perfect chance to get it into this film festival because I put my latest one in. Deborah, I know you're on the judging panel, so I've already I won am. top prize. Yeah, obviously. But for the rest of you, <laughs> there's still five other prizes, including money to be, to, to be won here. So why not go on your iPhone now, go make a short film and enter it into beertownfilmfestival.co.uk before the 31st of March. 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 Are you Greek? I've already, my, I'm drunk. <laughs> I'm already drunk on this lovely bit. Let's cheers anyway. Um, cheers. 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 Hey. Thank you, Marston. I've been quietly sipping. Oh, have you? Yeah. It doesn't I've count. A... So, yeah, it's free to enter. So stop whatever you're doing now. If you're driving um, or if you're walking the dog, Stu Laurie, I'm talking to you, and get your <laughs> best short film and send it to Beertown Film Festival via Film Freeway now. Uh, I mean it. You've got nothing to lose. Why wouldn't you? Check out the link in the show notes and do it. I repeat, it's free. And the money prizes. Um, there you go. Okay. And it's unusual to be free to get into a film festival, isn't it? it? Is. To apply. Yeah. Because mm. that's like one of the main expenses, I think. When, yes. you, when you made a short film and then you realise that, you know, you like you spent all your money and then you're like, oh, actually, I can't actually apply for any of these festivals because mm-hmm. it's so expensive. It is. So mm. I think it's rare and a good opportunity. You end up spending about a, maybe £800,000 if you really want to 
submitted everywhere. 800,000? No, no, 100. <laughs> he said 800. Oh, 800. 800. 2, 000, I guess. Right, okay. <laughs> no, 800,000. You've spent 800,000? <laughs> my shirt didn't do anything. <laughs> I spent all my money, my trust fund. Yeah, you're totally trust. <laughs> trust fund, you got that much? I, yeah, that's, Check you out. I'm, I'm broke. I live under a bridge now. <laughs> Oh uh, yeah, but it. you can check out your short film on YouTube. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, brilliant. Like that. But no, it's true. The film festivals cost lots of money. So yeah, uh, this one's a brilliant one, and it's the first time it's been done there. So yeah. you will get exposure. And it's very exciting. It's very exciting. So this podcast is not just about us talking about beer and film festivals. It's also about helping people get off their asses and make their first film, or the harder part, selling it, and then carrying on making more films. So Deborah, let's start at the beginning with you. Mm. Because you've had a really interesting journey. Tell us from the beginning, how did you even get into filmmaking? I screwed up at school and left when I was 15, had no qualifications and mm-hmm. then had my daughter when I was 17 and then felt like a second class citizen. So then when I was 23, I heard about this thing called university where you could do this access course, which was Amazing. a year in Burton College. Yeah. And then um, it would enable you to get qualifications to go to be, go to university mm-hmm. and become an English teacher, which I was like, oh God, I'd always loved to have been an English teacher. Okay. But obviously I'd screwed up at school and all the rest of it. Yeah. So because I felt so shit about myself, I went and did that. And a module on there was creative writing. And I took that because it sounded easy. Um <laughs> <laughs> and then I got hooked. <laughs> then I got hooked on writing, and was really into it, and found it was a way to explore yourself and, and stories. And mm. you know, because I love stories, I'm like addicted yeah. to stories and people. And I'd always been like, I always remember like my first school report when I was five. My um, my teacher said uh, something like, uh, "Deborah is um, over inquisitive and highly talkative." And uh, and I've always been nosy, so I love people's stories and like mm. you know getting into like people's business. So, <laughs> <laughs> so why not be a screenwriter exactly. and a filmmaker? I like that. Yeah. Okay. So how did you? So you then went to university. To yeah. Do that. So that okay. was like Derby University because I'd take my daughter to school and then go and then um, and then there was a module um, writing film there and I got into like watching films there and then and then I watched like Lady Bird, Lady Bird by Ken Loach oh, yeah. and I thought oh. That's, this, you know, I recognise this yeah. world. Like this it's is not a big move, big no, budget. It's not it's like real you know, life. Yeah, and it was like, oh, so people like us mm. can make films and have cinematic stories and all the rest of it. And then when Train Spotting out, I was, came out, I was like, oh yes, like this is something that r- it really spoke to me. And um, and then when I heard about Shane Meadows and Paddy Considine, and actually I didn't hear about them. I was watching. I think I was watching telly and then like uh, so the film um, Romeo Brass was on. Oh, I love Rome, um, Room for Romeo Brass. Yeah, oh, and I was so like, good. hey, oh, they're talking like me. Yeah. What's this all about? <laughs> and then like I found out and then I was like, oh, my God, and they're from Burton as well. So if they can do it, I can do it. So mm-hmm. that was a big inspiration. And then like I left school university and had loads of debt so I went temping and stuff mm-hmm. like that um, but I was still writing on, in my spare time and um, and being you know, a mother and being, and being a, a, mother. a mother and um, eating and <laughs> <laughs> breathing yeah breathe, I'd breathe a bit occasional sleeping um, yeah so um, and then I Ian Media which is now it's like part of Creative England so it'd be eye shorts the equivalent Um, I saw a call out for that wanting short films so I wrote a short film Um, it got selected which was Lady Margaret and then yeah so then I went through a development process with them and then at the end of it um, got a green light expected to get paired up with a director Mm -hmm. and then they were like oh no you're going to direct it and then I was like I don't oh, know what shit. a director does. Right. Um, 
Yeah, I still don't. Yeah, no, and I still and I still <laughs> don't. Looking you to make that joke. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, but um, but I think that's good that you know because I, and also that you 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 know it shows that you don't have to go to film school either. Mm-hmm. And also, I think if you don't go to film school, it I felt in, inadequate about that to begin with but now I see it as a bonus because I'm like if I don't know all the rules and how it's supposed to be yeah, then you know totally. I can't follow them so it's more like you make it up as you go along mm. and you have a creative eye and you sort of see what you like mm. and what you don't like and that mm. works and yeah totally yeah it's as long as you're creative and got that vision yeah. why can't you direct yeah I totally agree with that absolutely. how was that first experience though absolutely because you had Michael Soccer in that who's, yeah. who's now doing really well but at the time I imagine he was a lot younger and yeah, yeah. I think he was how old was he he's in his Oh, I think right, he was right. like 17 or 18 or right, okay. something like that. Um, yeah, no, he was great. And we had a real laugh. He was really funny. Mm. Um, but he did lie and say that he'd passed his test. And then when um, it came to, he was like... Um, Drugs test? Or? No, it's driving test. Because, yeah. you know, it's all in a car. Like <laughs> yeah, two, So two lads pick a girl up and they take her to the uh, woods and um, make her strip. And so he was the driver. So, mm. you know, I said, like, when we were putting the call out, you must be able to drive. and. Um, and then, like, so three days before the really? shoot, I, I was driving. Just... He was uh, driving around the car park, you know, uh, me teaching him uh, yeah. in my dad's car. Um, That's amazing. You, yeah. you probably lied in, like, many castings, saying, oh, I can never. horse ride, never. I Rob, have you ever li- oh, lied going or, into a uh, casting? Horse ride, I have, yeah. Have you, <laughs> have you ever lied going into a casting, saying you can horse ride or, or do martial arts or anything when you can't? <laughs> fencing. Everyone always puts fencing, fencing on their yeah. CV. Like, it feels like every fucking actor can fight. Every fucking actor can, can ride a horse. Every every actor can do anything. So. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Okay. He's out. He's out. He's <laughs> dropped that bomb and yeah. walked off again. He's the coolest. He is. The, he's too cool. <laughs> so you from from Lady Margaret that yes, happened yes. and and from that you sudden you know you got a lot of attention from that right uh, yeah I did mm-hmm. um, well I didn't really <laughs> I don't know what I'm saying yeah I did for <laughs> I did I got them wait no no, no so it was what, my fault for asking you that no I think I, what I got was like a lot of encouragement mm-hmm. and that people were interested in what else I'd got to write about and okay. make a short film about so I made about five short films in total. Yes, you did. Sis being one of them. Yes. Um, which yes. Really Sis cool. was the most successful, I think. I think Sis is the one that really made people like... Sit up and take notice. Yeah, was definitely. Because that was the one that got you the... Uh, Soho Rushes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, and got you a lot of interest. Yeah, but... yeah. And it did like loads of festivals internationally mm-hmm. and won a lot of stuff and... Mm-hmm. And yeah. then that then ranking came knocking because of that or did you also have to write for that ranking programme as well? Um, as in Enter... Can you remember? I can't remember. He had this TV program basically yeah. where he had about eight different filmmakers, and he was one of them. It was because like short the, films. I think the funding with the there was no like government lottery arts funding at the time. It mm. had all been um, demolished and gone. Yeah, and trying I think to find new Jeremy Hunter like slashed right. it or something like that. I can't remember. So he he set it up um, to replace that, mm-hmm. and then got a deal with Sky Arts, and he called he called it collaborate. That's right. 
Yeah, and they had eight people. Yeah, genius. Yeah. And you were one of them, I which was. is amazing. And you're, yeah. like I say, I watched that show on TV at the time, and I, I loved it. And I went, oh, oh, that's really interesting. So when oh. I got asked uh, to to interview, I was like, wait, let me. Look. I know that name. Looked it up, and I was like, yes, brilliant. Oh. And then watched Pincushion, was like blown away by how good it was. Thank um, you. Twinkle Twinkle's available online, right? Some I of think these shorts. So, yeah. yeah, yeah. No, it is definitely okay. Good. Do yeah. go check it out. So talking of Pincushion, <laughs> let's talk about that. How to go from short films to feature. Yeah. Because it's a huge difference. It is. From doing a couple of days. Massive. Right. So how did it happen? Let's talk about the process right from the beginning of, you know, even thinking of the idea to getting the money. How did it start? So the idea I got in 2008 Mm -hmm. um, and I wrote a treatment and then I showed it to Ian Media that was... Um, so it'd be equivalent of showing it to Creative England. Because did you know them from the shorts? Or... Yes. Right. So yes. therefore, so they like... funded, you know, like four of my shorts. Or so they were like, like show me your feature so, and what you. Yeah, because okay. I think like what the um, what these lottery funds and government things. I think that they're interested in you in the long. It's like, what mm. is your career? You yeah. know, you don't. It's. They're not interested in like a one-off short or it's like, oh, you've got one idea because, mm-hmm. they're, they're, you know, they're interested in, I think, it's like nourishing and nurturing. British young yeah, talent in that way. Or a, like a new career. So, yes, yeah. so eventually you become some, you know, like... The next Lynn, Lynn Ramsey. Yeah. High five that. Absolutely. Okay. So they, you sent that to them and they went, okay. Yeah. Now, how did you come up with the idea? I came up with the idea because I was kind of forced to... As in, um, Ear Media, Paul Welsh, the exec there, was very active and got, you know, getting everyone together who's doing these short films and stuff. Mm-hmm. And he, um, said he was, he was looking at the bigger picture as well. So he said, okay, I'm going to do speed pitching for producers, uh, come up with two ideas, um, a, a title and a sentence and then a paragraph. Okay. Um, send them in. I'm going to invite a load of producers into a room and then you're going to go around like, and and pitch so uh we went in and met all these producers i remember it was like dermot scrimshaw you know yes from warp films right yes tyrannosaur um and oh somebody else as well who went on to produce hunger okay um so it's you know like that's brilliant what an opportunity yeah a room full of producers you had to go around and you sat Mm. at each each one Mm -hmm. and pitched a story so i had to write something for that so i wrote pincushion (laughs) but i think it was inspired from my own experiences at school okay it it ended up being more of a mother and daughter story but at the time Mm. it was more of a you know like girls girls at school kind of bullying and peer pressure and you know Mm -hmm. all that kind of thing um yeah, so I wrote that paragraph for that. And then out of that, I wrote a treatment because I was like, I like this idea. And I do want to, you know, write a feature mm-hmm. um, because I'd wanted to be a novelist and, you know, write write longer stuff. Mm-hmm. So I wrote that and they really liked it. And Lizzie Frankie was working there at the time, who is now um, at the BFI. Mm. And she, she saw it and she was like, oh, I love this, you know, really this is great this is exactly what you should be doing yep. um let's try and make it but then she got a job at the film council so god's sake yeah <laughs> and you were like promotions yeah i know um <laughs> you were in a good place then just yeah. got pulled away like, so that, so that was i was like oh but then she she was like you know it doesn't matter that i'm at the film council now because you know i still champion it a yeah, bit. yeah and what it. part of what she wanted to do was like encourage female 
filmmakers mm-hmm. and then I, I took it to Binga actually you know Binga it's I um, I think yeah. it's finished now but it was this program in Amsterdam where you went and they paid for you to stay for five months and Brilliant. invited people f- from Hollywood and around the world um, wow. consultants to yeah. come and do master classes and, and you, you know, stayed there for five months yeah I did it was really wow. great and, uh, and then I came back and entered eye features mm-hmm. with Pincushion and um, got booted off that after the first first round um which was disappointing at the time but i think it was the right idea because i i think i was trying to make it more commercial than it was and Mm -hmm. kind of betraying myself with it and then after that um lizzie read it again and she was like oh you've gone on you know you this has gone off radar yeah Yeah, it's become commercialized yeah Yeah, it's like this this isn't this is indie and really quirky Mm. and interesting so she said you know like if that's the sort of film that you want to make you know if that is then we'll support you of course Mm -hmm. but um go away and just have a think for six months and work out what it is that you really want to make and really want to say and and then i went away and then i was like after a few months and at first i was like no 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 this is what i want to do this is what i want to do and then like after a bit i was just like do you know what? I'm going to get that original treatment out. Go back and, to it. Uh, mm-hmm. And then I read it and I was just like, my belly was just like, this is what you want to make. This is, you know, who you are. And mm-hmm. there's no point in pretending that, you know, you're this person or that p- person. And because I think it then it comes across as inauthentic. So, th- totally. so that was a massive lesson. So it's just like, listen to your belly, you know, write from your own belly. Mm-hmm. Don't try and please other people. You know, when all these notes in, it's like, oh, yeah, no, it should be like that. Or, oh, you know, like this doesn't have an audience. So you've got to f- make it fit into that. Yes, and there's a then, lot. Yeah, mm-hmm. there's a lot of pressure and there's a lot um you know now even it's like oh you've got to have a big star it's got to have this it's got to have Mm -hmm. that and um which is fine if you want to make those sort of films but i think that for me i want to write you know stuff that i struggle about and like really investigate like me as a person Mm -hmm. and maybe one day i can do that on a bigger scale and in a more commercial way but for now i think Mm -hmm. i need to stick with the stories that feel truthful to me and um yeah yeah, Isn't it very interesting how what you're saying is resonating with me and um, I'm sure with you? Because mm-hmm. they say when you write something, you got to know your audience. And, mm-hmm. But the thing is, if you really write um, about the things that you're interested in, you're an audience member yourself. Of course yeah. you are. Yeah. So yeah. how are you going to, you know, you can't look at the Hollywood things and try and write something based on that formula. It's going to be one of those things and nobody knows you anyway, so they're not going to fund you. <laughs> so no. Just write from your own experiences, your own heart, and it, that's going to give that unique spin to something, that truthfulness that people are going to connect to if, mm. if you're lucky enough eventually to, to make it mm. like, you know, um, we have. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And it's an honor. And it's, it's, it's so know. true because it's easy to get misguided and get pushed in the wrong direction yeah, for various so reasons because a star you, well they have to have that star but therefore you can't write that character like that mm. and you've got, suddenly yeah. it gets out of hand and it becomes something you didn't want to do in the first place yeah, because right, you're trying runs to please away with yeah it runs away and it's so easy to do mm. but it's harder to make the, the smaller yes. type in yes. like, films that you've yeah. like pincushion you've made and then it's hard to find audiences absolutely and get but, it now, out but now you've done it it's yeah it's maybe easier for the next one to go look I'm, I know what I can do and I want to follow my mm. gut and story mm. on this but it, this film deserves to find an audience it's wonderful oh um, thank you it is uh, I'll, I'll, I'll explain the synopsis in yeah. my bad way next yeah, please yeah no do because it was really good I remember you showing it me before yeah. and I was like yeah yeah okay so single mom 
Single mum Lynn, which is played by Joanna Scanlon, and a teenage daughter Iona, played by Lily Newmark, have just moved to a quaint English town, hoping for a better life. Uh, layered head to toe in the finest cat lady fashions and oversized thrift store knits, their kooky Wes Anderson-esque world feels inviting and warm. But Lynn's hunchback and mild manner make her an easy target in the neighbourhood full of bullies. While Iona seems content with the unorthodox relationship she has with her mother, she does daydream of a more glamorous life and yearns for the companionship of girls her own age. The more she's allowed into the inner circle of a vulgar group of girls at school, the more distant and ashamed of her mother she becomes. It's fragile, gloriously well made, with delightful touches and nuanced performances. It's, it really is. Does it sound about right? That's yeah, a good enough? Yeah, it cool. sounds fa- fabulous. Fa- thank you. Thank yeah, you very much. <laughs> Where are you from? I don't know. I was abandoned as a baby. And this old hunchback lady found me in the forest and looked after me. The bells, the bells, the bells. She loved me and raised me. And then one day, she walked me to the edge of the forest and set me free. Today's the day I get to meet my new friend. I haven't seen you before. What's your name? Um, Iona. What did you do today? I've been barn dancing. Oi, new girl. Have you such cock? Probably. (laughs) (laughs) I'm Lynn. Can I need some friends? Um, And this was the film you set out to make. Yeah, Yeah, which is great. Yes, definitely. Super. Yeah. Okay, so let's talk about how you got the actual money for it then. Mm. So you've now you took it to. You came back from Amsterdam. Yeah. And then you took it back to BFI. Oh, yes. you took it to BFI. Yes. And they said, we like this. Um, yeah. So when and we got booted off iFeatures, mm-hmm. they were like, well, why don't you come and make it with the BFI? Because they were just setting that thing up called Network, Net.Work, okay. which was um, a development scheme run by Creative England, but for the BFI. Okay. So they put us on that and we developed it uh, with Celine Haddad. Mm. who's now at the Irish Film Board. Um, But she was fantastic. And she was very um, bold, you know, like encouraged us. It's just like, yeah, be bold, say what, you know, write about what you want. Mm -hmm. You know, this is like, she said, like your first feature um, should be to show everyone that you can tell a story over 90 minutes and show everyone who your voice is. Mm. And then your second feature should be confirming that you had a that, voice. Yeah, yeah that you had a voice and that, one. you know, <laughs> yeah. that it wasn't a one-off. And yeah. then it, your third feature, that's when you st- should start thinking about audiences. And mm-hmm. um, mm. I mean, that, that, ideally, yeah, that right. is what you can do. But then, of course, you know, the opportunities to do that, are, you know, that's a different reality. Are you glad that you made the short films first before you made the feature? Oh, God, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Definitely. Absolutely. Did it help you? guide you so much from the mistakes you learned on the shorts yeah brought it into the feature mistakes that i made as well which is like loads which mm. i'm really grateful for and you know i continue to be grateful because that's when you learn the most of course you do though at the time it still feels the, like, the time oh, it's god. just like oh my god yeah, that, i'm useless yeah. yeah world's ended yeah. Isn't it? but then yeah. you look back and it's actually what a failure yeah. yeah it's such a brilliant thing you yeah go. and everyone talks about this in two years time after you make the short you look back at those films and you go oh yeah don't worry about it yeah you, know, exactly. you just throw it, it away just, it was know, so important at the time but everything at the time, like, mm, at the time. Uh, just no, so that big. wasn't so bad yeah, it, it wasn't was. so bad i mean also i think we we 
we work it so it's you know it means so much so you build it up in your mind to like it's like oh god this is everything and this mm-hmm. is massive and um and when i was making my short films and, and because they were funded as well um I did feel like a huge pressure. So I don't know whether that was, I think if I'd have had more skills like technical or known more people, I think I would have preferred to done a few ones on the side on funded and, mm-hmm. you know, practice and stuff. Yeah, there was yeah, less pressure. Yeah. You could have just gone and no I did do a couple it, of those. But, okay, good. Um, and I think that that was really helpful. But mm. also, um, I don't see how I could have made a feature without making short films because who's going to fund somebody who's not got any experience at all? You know, it's totally. big risk as it is uh-huh. to, you know, go from a short film to a feature film never mind you know without that experience mm-hmm. totally agree with you I, th- I think it's people can do it it's not impossible but mm. you learn so much making shorts and promos and music videos whatever it is even if it's on yeah. the iPhone you just look you go oh that shot doesn't like that angle's not right yeah. you put all that into a feature and it's 90 minutes and it's money and it's effort mm. and you've got the wrong angles or you're not oh god yeah, yeah. You're crossing the line there's all these things you yeah. go, oh, it's just simple things yeah. you learn as an actor you, you do but um, when you're a filmmaker and you've just written stuff or you sat in your room or you've watched films mm. it's totally different being on yeah. set yeah it really is I did second unit on the dare I did you know it looked like when when people were asking you questions when you're directing and you have to say yes no yes no yes mm. no you know more extras less uh, less, yeah, less smoke this, less yeah, smoke yeah. more smoke this costume so, doesn't right yeah. this fit and, uh, <laughs> and I was like sometimes I would know the answers that you were going to give but your struggle giving them because you've been asked a thousand things by mm. 600 people. Mm. <laughs> yes. And I'm only there as a bystander and I and the decision is not on my shoulders. Mm. Yeah. When I had to direct three simple scenes yeah. and people are asking me stuff, I was like, uh, yes. No, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Scary, you've, got scary, you've, tried the you've got to be bold, haven't you? you got to be bold and it's your responsibility uh-huh. and it's the scariest thing and I so feel for you. Mm. <laughs> directors and i actually want to direct um mm. now that i've experienced that but i guess it comes with practice with failing with doing uh, mm-hmm. well failing as in learning yes yeah. you know yeah. doing shorts that yeah. taking aren't perfect yeah. I just nothing's think perfect belly, i think that's the key i yeah. think belly mm. always knows but yeah. it's it's finding this you know often when you're overwhelmed by, with ex- exhaustion and questions and mm-hmm. you know responsibility that y- your belly can get hidden and and mm-hmm. you know other voices will come in and somebody will say oh well you know yeah, I wouldn't you should do, do that this. Like, you know, yeah. and that and then you start doubting yourself yeah. and yeah. that's when i think you get in trouble yeah you've got to be strong another yeah. one where the belly um is really helpful is casting isn't it oh yes. god yes <laughs> and talking Everything. talking yeah. of casting you've got an, you've got a really strong cast here and read some of the people out you've mm. got uh, Joanna Scanlon obviously we mentioned Lily Newmark both your leads yeah. you've got Chanel Cresswell who yeah. I love from oh. Trolley she's so cool she's I actually amazing. didn't recognise her when I watched her I went where do I know her where do I know her yeah. she's so different in it and so wonderful um, uh, Sasha Cordy Nice uh, yes yeah. Sasha Cordy Nice um, <laughs> Laurie Scarpa Bethany yes. Antonio Saskia Page yes. Martin Izzy Sutty Bruce yes. Bruce Jones from Chronos yes. John Hen Sure makes the best. Oh, and Nadine it. Coyle, which I is know. so Whoa. cool, right? <laughs> yeah. Um, so let's talk about how you got that 
that really cool cast how did it how did it happen uh well i made a wish list and then my producer gave it to our casting director and um then and we... i wasn't available and <laughs> yeah Jimmy wasn't available. your yeah. casting director was um carmel carmel cochran, cochran yeah oh, she's really cool oh yeah, yeah she's yeah. amazing and also she'll take risks and she's into you know belly and mm. um mm. and she's into just making it up as you go along or, you know, she's just open, uh, which I find really refreshing because I think that, like, I, I did meet a couple of casting directors and, you know, they give you the same old list. It's like... It's the same you know, old list and you can't get list. them all. It's, it's like, oh, what's the point? Yeah. It's true. What's the point? You have the same people that went to us. Exactly. Yeah, why are you giving... Yeah, yeah. It's a total waste yeah. of time. Totally agree yeah, with that. Yeah, yeah. And the actress that you cast um, for the lead, uh, is she a teenager? Uh, no, she isn't. That's a great question. She's um, she's twenty three, but okay. she looks twelve. She does. Um, <laughs> she's so good. I know. She and when so I good. first yeah, I when him. I first met her, well, I saw her because she was like Carmel got loads of girls, and so I saw you know like five hundred girls or something mm. all wow. on. And I, then I was and then I was like, oh, I, like I love her that. face, yeah. you know, because yeah. she looked like you know a sea creature or something like yeah. this beauty and. Mm-hmm. Um, and when I press play, I just want to look at her. Yeah, I was like, "Oh my god, it's her!" Because I was looking for somebody that like looked like they were untouched by modern life. Mm-hmm. Um, and then when I saw her, you know, in her tape, I was like, "Yes, I want to meet her." And then mm-hmm. when I went to meet her, I, she was sitting outside the, their office, you know, going through the mm-hmm. script or whatever. And I was like, "Oh my gosh, you're too young. She's like 12. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So I was like, oh, "We're not going to be able to have her." Yeah, because um, casting out the hours you can have with uh, yeah. kids on set. You're hours. Like, oh, and you know some of Less. the material as well mm-hmm. in the script oh, yeah, of course yeah it's like oh i can't ask her yeah. to do you know that yeah, yeah it's full on yeah um, moments but then i've real, you know when i was like how old are you and she was i think she was 22 at the time she's 23 now and uh, and i was like oh what yeah. <laughs> but then i was she... like oh i can totally ask you to do anything yeah exactly yeah do all those little rude bits well, i yeah. played 18 recently and i'm 28 did you <laughs> what? wow that's yeah, crazy well and when i shave you'll see yeah, that's true. Yeah. I think it's voice that gives you away, actually, rather than physical. Yeah, maybe. I, I, no, people, people like, yeah, because yeah. mm. I don't like, do you know, and I don't know how you would ever get around this, but you know, when somebody like plays three generations or something, yes, and they like yeah. play younger, and then they're yeah. they're an old person, yeah. you well, know, like, and no matter how gr- much grey hair, it just and doesn't. All, you look the, at the Harry the, Potter, the end the of the voice, Harry Potter, yeah, and the, the voice. voice. It's like that yeah. doesn't sound like an old person. You've now got this brilliant cast. Yes, you're now ready to shoot. How does it feel for you going from, you know, uh, short to feature? I was absolutely really, really, really terrified. Really? Yeah. I was I was so scared I went for hypnotherapy. Wow. Yeah. Because I was so scared that I wouldn't did sleep. I? Because, uh, yeah, it did actually. <laughs> so when I'd make a short, because I think I'd had like really traumatic experiences when I was making my short of like, what, what of, like people undermining me or, you know, oh, because I've got no um, experience. Because when you go to direct a short yeah. film, it's Quote, like... Quote, unquote, credibility. Yes. Like that. Yeah. yeah. So <laughs> it's like you're the most inexperienced person there because the actors have probably been in something before, even if the kids, you know, if they go to an acting workshop or whatever, mm-hmm. they've probably been in something before. Mm-hmm. You know, the DOP, the gaffer and all that work. Uh, yeah. Gaffers are always experienced. Yeah, sound, yeah. work yeah. day in, day out, mm-hmm. all through the year. Yes. And here's you, first time on a film set ever. Or, you know, and even when I made Pinkerton, I think I've got 21 days of experience on a film set. Shit, yeah. So, you know, it's a huge thing. And then to go on and you're supposed to, like, lead 
lead, lead the crew. You're the yeah. leader, yeah, and, and the captain like, of the ship. But they know like so much more than you. But um, yeah, you just have to think yourself differently, yeah. don't you? Well, I kind assume of, the position. Yeah, <laughs> assume the position. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I think what really helped is that I'd written it myself. Mm-hmm. So even if you know somebody knows all this stuff and they've got all this, and you know, and I did really like cast my crew as meticulously as I cast the cast. Did you meet them beforehand? Yeah, I did. Oh, good. And That's I'd really spent important. time with them and mm-hmm. all the rest of it. And um, so, um, what's I going to say? Oh, yeah. So, so because even if they thought, oh, to themselves, oh, I wouldn't do that. Well, I'd got the, because I'd written my script and I'd spent so many years on it, I knew it inside out and mm. knew the characters inside out and knew what it was supposed to look. So it's if you've got that vision, then I think that and you've got trust in your vision, then it, mm. that and that's what enables you to be able to lead or... Yes. You know, I still don't lead now anyway. I think I just, like, hug everyone and, like, kiss everyone and, and you know what I mean? And make feel good. That's yeah. okay, too. As long that's as leading, too. That's yeah. easy. Yeah. yeah, it really is. How many days do you, did it take you to shoot the film? Uh, 26. 26. Mm-hmm. And I think that helps as well because when you're doing a short film, it's, like, it's three days or it's four days, it's five days. Yeah. So And you don't, because there's so little money involved, you don't get to meet this crew or, or the cast and have that time beforehand mm. so then you're thrown into this thing it's mm. so terrifying yeah. I, you don't sleep uh, because it's so you know like worried yeah, what, about what it have i done it wrong yeah. what am i doing right yeah, yeah. How do I talk to people whereas yeah. when you're making a feature you know you've got like all that time in pre-production so you get to know everyone like the crew and the cast and you get to hang out with them and mm-hmm. do whatever so it's you know preparing 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 and then when you go it's like so it's not this big build-up, although it is a build-up, but it's like you're so knackered from like doing mm. pre-production and then it's like, oh, and tomorrow we start shooting. So it's kind of like a continuation yeah. another day. Yes. Mm. And you've got – and then you're with everyone all that time for weeks that um, that you kind of build that relationship you do, with them. Yeah, you get and, to know them. you know, everyone's kind of as, as a team together. Mm-hmm. So in that respect, I find it much easier than um, – and because I'd had hypnotherapy, so I was actually able to sleep, which was like, thank it's, God. Yeah. Do you know what I did? At the, I've mentioned this on the podcast before, but what I did was every night... Smoke I'd, weed. Smoke weed. <laughs> no, what i do was um, film myself talking about the day. It was almost like my own therapy. Oh, really? So, which ended you up... what? Films myself uh-huh. on my, my camera. So it's almost like a oh, blog. Yeah, true. I remember that. <laughs> so therefore, I would get, every, get everything out I yeah. needed to. Talk about tomorrow's shot, what I needed. Okay, this is what happened today. This is what pissed me off. This is what was good. Blah, blah, blah. Tomorrow I've got to do this, 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 this. Mm. And it, it's all that. And it, it was like wow. talking to someone. so it cleared your head. Cleared my head, so I just went to sleep. Yeah. And then woke up and went, great, I know That's what I'm doing. such a good That's idea. Really good. I'd, I'd advise it to any director yeah. on set. And I'm it's easy. It. You can do it on your phone. Yeah, <laughs> rent it out. I'm renting out my idea. But yeah. literally just get a little uh, cannon, stick it on your desk. And then plus you've got um, something for the DVD extras as well. Yeah. It's yeah. really Looking useful. Really rough, looking rough as fuck. <laughs> should see me and someone on the last day. I'm like that. Oh, oh God, me batting. too. I can barely string a sentence. Absolutely. Together. You must have lost a lot of weight, didn't you? I lost you? a lot of weight. How yeah, much do you know? Oh no, I don't you, no, count. Nobody no. has time for that. No, I didn't have time to count. <laughs> nobody got time for that. <laughs> no, I afterwards, I had nightmares for two weeks afterwards. Did you? I, I woke up. Yeah. Really bad. What like, about? Just like where's the camera? I, I remember waking my missus up, going, "The camera's supposed to go there. You've got to put the tripod <laughs> there on the table." And she was like, "What are you doing?" I was like, "There's a bed in the way. Move the bed. Move the bed." Oh my god! This happened for two weeks. I mean, no. a constant nightmares about I'm in the wrong place. This is wrong. I'm doing this, I, I just couldn't sleep. <laughs> 
I'm like, oh. I'm like, who's going to bring the props? Yeah, who's going to do this? Who's going to do that? Now, I keep having recurring dreams now that I go to a set and that I haven't read the script. Oh, yes. You don't know what you're doing. And I don't know what they've done with the script. And everyone's going, well, go on. Yeah. And I'm like, I don't know. I don't even know what this program is. The film, what is it? That dream sounds awful. I don't want that one. No. Fuck. What do you do in that position? Yeah, let's not swap. What do you do in that position? What do you do in your dream? Do you just cry and fall into a heap? I think I'd go and like, I'm, I'm, I'm always like trying to get a script saying, have you got a script or, you know, but trying not to, pre- to, to, to admit yeah, that admit, I don't, yeah. I haven't just read it. And, mine. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I have no idea. Fuck <laughs> me. Oh, it's horrible, isn't it? Oh, yeah. yeah. So let's talk the stylization of it then, because mm. it is so quirky and wonderful, pincushion. So yeah, let's talk about the stylization mm. because all oh, the colors and the wonderful yeah. use of that. It's a real beautiful image you chose. It's not, it's like, it's like hyper realistic. It's mm. just, it's, it's real. But it's just on the edge of what's real, what's not, and yeah. the flashbacks and the dreams and stuff. How was that for you? What was that? Was that your vision? Um, well, when I'm st- when I was writing it, I was writing it like as a like as a fairy tale mm-hmm. because I wanted it to be a, its own little world where you could really explore like brutal stuff. Um, mm-hmm. Because I think if you're in a fairy tale, like really brutal things happen in fairy tales, but because you know it's a fairy tale, yeah, uh, it's you know it's not a newspaper article, mm-hmm. then you can go with it and like experience that because you know you're in a safe environment. Mm-hmm. So I wanted to do that kind of thing. So it's like this isn't real. You're watching a story. Mm-hmm. Uh, so let's go like really dark and really deep. And also, you know, I think. Because you, um, I'd written a feature before that hadn't got made, and you always hear everyone saying, "Oh, it's in development in the hell. Oh, they never get made. Oh, you know, you have to write several features before one gets made." Mm. I thought, well, fuck it, then I'll just um, use this as an opportunity to like, r- I'll just write what I want. So right. it gave me like this freedom. Yeah, and uh, so I think. Um, also, when I was like thinking about making the film, we hadn't got the money still when we were in, you know, like building up to it. Mm-hmm. Um, so part of me felt like, well, you well, know, it's probably not going to get made. No, so... it's going to they're going to pull it because right. you hear so many stories. It's mm-hmm. like, oh yeah, we, you know, Lost the funding, the, funding. Threat, the money fell recently. through. Yeah. 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 So um, I think that gave me a freedom as well in the visuals because I was like, and also I thought you only get one chance to make your first feature, Do- so I may as well throw myself at it. Lovely. And for women, I think it's two percent of women get to make a second feature so I was wow. like well this might not might, this might be the only one that I make then so I'm gonna like put really put myself in it and go for it and be yeah. bold and um, yeah oh good for you I love a, to hear have that have a go yeah have a go because so when, we're all gonna be dead one day Giles so we may as well like have a go that's why I think you know like all yeah. these people saying oh I'd love to make a film I'd love to write a novel I'd love to make a short film it's like do it because you do are it. gonna die yeah you <laughs> are gonna die and we we'll don't get to nobody, 80 nobody cares yeah. when you've di- you're dead whether it was shit or not no, and if it is not. shit you don't have to show anyone it's so true <laughs> since the worry is it's shit and people push it out there yeah. like no no go watch this film no please don't please don't <laughs> it's not the one it's not <laughs> But it's true, it's what I say, don't get to 80 and then think, oh, why the fuck mm. didn't I make, oh, I could have done this, I could yeah, have. Yeah, re- that's what my mind, like, I think that's what motivates me. It's like, mm. it's like I don't want to be sitting in a nursing home. Yes, going, thinking, I could have, I could have. Oh, why didn't I do that? Why wasn't I brave? Because it's all about fear. Mm. And, and like, it. I've got so much fear and... Yep. You know, I'm just full of fear all the time. Yes. But I think um, that line in the Three Kings film really helps me when I've got the fear because it's it says, um, 
you don't get the confidence and then do the thing. You do the thing and that gives you the confidence. So every so, time I'm scared, I, I think three kings, three kings, three kings. And, mm-hmm. you know, it helps me. Yeah, I love that. And and when you were on set, obviously you, you, the art department there, so they did such a wonderful job mm. and made everything look so nice. Oh, they were fantastic. Were they? Yeah. Oh, and costume. Yeah. Everyone was actually. Really? I think that's like a little thing as well. It's like find people who are like can can achieve your vision, but then surprise you and make it even better than you could have imagined or yeah. that you could have done. Uh huh. Yeah, I think that's great. I, I think honestly, it's so beautiful. Interestingly, we, uh, my friend and I, are writing a short about. Um, partially both our childhoods because we were bullied in school yeah. and we weren't like cool kids yeah. and especially him because he's now he's like a super athlete actor handsome guy but he used to um, have scoliosis and then he, he they used to call him the hunchback from mm. uh, Notre Dame and um, yeah. you know Robocop and stuff yeah. like that well it's in my family that that condition is mm. um, so I think that's why I wrote it in the film because I, I, I'm always scared of um, having it myself, but it's really inspiring to know that you—that's what you did a film about. Because we were, you know, we were writing it and we we're thinking to ourselves, "Well, is anybody going to relate to that? Is it going to be, you know?" But bullying, I guess, is universal. Mm. Um, I think yeah. no matter what the story is, as long as, yeah, is it's truthful, then it yeah. it will stick with people, and you know, they'll feel for it. But anyway, and it's so it's so lonely being bullied as well because it's mm. like you feel so much shame and you don't want to talk tell anyone or no, not your parents. Yeah, you'd be like, well, can't you look after yourself? Can't yeah. You do yeah, I've told like, you to stand up for you? yourself. Yeah. yeah, and it's really hard to do mm. that. And it's great that it, that sort of theme's in the film as well. It's a totally strong um, theme that runs yeah. throughout it. It's really, yeah. really interesting. And I think um, it affects you as an adult as well. I think that's why I put in the mum story, and mm. you know, because she goes through. Um, a bullying, a type of bullying yes. herself. Yeah, she does, totally. Yeah. Yeah, and then that wonderful scene in the bath of hers mm. when she's, she's trying to cut out her, what yeah. she feels is the root of her problem. Yeah. It's beautiful and so well done. Oh, thank you. It really is. It's that you, you because we've got quite a lot of gore in the dare. Yeah. And this was a sort of a, a gory moment, but yet you didn't, see the gory moment it's just that and he just it was all in the mind and it was mm. it was very cleverly done it's really good oh thanks so the film's not out yet but you're going no. to paris tomorrow for more festivals yes stuff. yes so it's doing the festival round and um it's going to be out spring it's going to be out in spring yeah Great. hopefully do you, know, do you know who's distributing it uh yes but it hasn't been signed yet so i can't oh, okay see don't it. say yet. no mm. all right okay but it was, so in the spring we'll talk about this again after yeah. pushing this out oh, thank but you. then really do see the film then because it is absolutely wonderful can't wait um, pin really cushion can't. is really good really um, what thank kind of advice you. could you give to someone wanting to go from shorts to features I know you've given us so much already but is there anything that you could throw out there that could, could help some people wanting to make that leap well I think just know your story know your story inside out know your characters mm. inside out so whatever question anyone asks you you already know the answer yes. and to trust your instinct and know that you know belly knows best you know the answer you just got to relax and get in that creative space and and i mm. think that preparation gives you enables you to get in that um, creative space because if you've done all the prep that you can mm-hmm. there's nothing else that you can do it's like then you've just got to throw yourself in and i think you know be bold stick glue yourself to your vision and hold your nose and jump in and um let people help you on the way mm-hmm. but don't let them interfere and try and dilute your ideas only only 
welcome people who are adding to your ideas yes enhance yeah. you rather than deplete you love that it's so important to have the right collaborators around mm, you it really is because everyone wants to push you down so yeah. just yeah get the ones that go no no support yeah. support support because mm. it's easy to put someone down no, yeah no. Well, you need someone who's behind you and of course a lot so, of the people on film sets um a lot of the crew it, you know it's a job where we did the film everybody works on everything and mm-hmm. It doesn't mean that you're necessarily passionate about the project if you're working on it in some cases. Um, and so it's mm. saying that it could be a bit mm. of a weird dynamic in, in some sense yes. with, the, with some of the crew. Yeah. And also the actors, I guess. If you get a bitter um, used-to-be actor <laughs> to do, you know, because we considered many people for Richard Brake's part, yeah, who's did, yeah. wonderful and amazing, but mm. we considered some people that were high up at some point and now they were like Lower known, down, known, yeah. known for being difficult mm. right. and we didn't want that we yeah. didn't want a, a star or somebody no. that's going to sell it no but be no, difficult no you want somebody that's going to work with you and you're working towards the same mm. goal and... especially when you've got a lot like you say there's so much on the plate and for mm. being my first feature you didn't want someone who was difficult because no. then you're suddenly going oh well I kind of want to do this and they're going no I'm not doing it you know yeah. it becomes a real problem yeah. I was talking to somebody, somebody recently and they work, they work with somebody who's quite a big name mm-hmm. and they had that difficulty and and it was the main character and um God, so and impressive. you know it, it's really it's it's a big problem because you can't you know suddenly recast somebody after you know yeah, yeah. a week of yeah. their name or and they might be on a player yeah. paid yeah. deal anyway yeah. Yeah. yeah exactly you've <laughs> yeah. already paid them but i don't get why they're difficult well, surely you're there because you want to be there no. for the craft and the art and make something really cool yeah, well. But at some point, it's, yeah, at some point, maybe they, if it's an advert or whatever. Know. Maybe you know. it's fear again. It's fear. They're scared. Mm. Yeah, they're scared of mm. the unknown and come, being in something yeah. crap. Maybe. I think that's why it's nice to direct with a lot of love and encouragement mm. because, it, you know, mm. it hopefully dissipates some of the fear that we're all feeling. It totally does. It does put an arm <laughs> around admit someone. It, it's it's like, why, you know, it's like you we're don't... all pretending. Yeah, yeah. We're right. pretending we're not what we're doing. Yeah. Yeah. Right. I don't know what I'm doing. It's, it's fine. It's just like if we just start with like, okay, what do we want to achieve? How do we achieve that? Mm-hmm. We don't know what we're doing, but, let, you know, we're all quite clever or whatever. Then, mm-hmm. You know, let's just do our best. Yeah. And, and you can yeah. get great results. Yeah. Yeah. And at the end of the day, for me as a filmmaker, I feel like it's about the people you meet on set and the Mm. people you work with. And that's what I, you know, I've said this before, but let it be on the record. I would Mm -hmm. work with Giles for the rest of my life if I could, because he's just super awesome. And I just want to hang out with him. Even when we're not creating, it's fun. It is fun. So like, why wouldn't I, you know, I see why Tim Burton always works with Johnny Depp, Mm because they gel and Mm. you develop a vocabulary with certain people. that shorthand. You know what you're capable of. Yeah. Well, that's it. I just wink at him and I know (laughs) No, you get it. You get it. And it's really important, especially when you work with someone for the day we started at least two years ago now. And to still be really good mates and still be in that situation, you kind of go, yeah, that's, yeah, you know, you're on the right track. And especially because I think like a lot of directors and producers are like fall out, don't Mm -hmm. they? I think there's a lot of tension in in that relationship. And I know for myself, um, I'm still like really tight with my producer. And and I think like producers are so key. You know, it's got to be somebody who's got all these skills in one person mm-hmm. and um, has got your pat back and protects you and guides you and um, yeah. you know I think it's such an important relationship so, so that's another bit of advice is do find people you want to work with collaborate yeah. with the right people yeah. it's, it's, uh, it's, it is important Deborah thank you so much for your time thank you very much Giles it's a pleasure where can people follow you online um, I'm on Twitter at Blytheface and I'm on Instagram as Deborah Hollywood and um, it's at Pincushion Film for both 
mm-hmm. Twitter and Instagram, and I'm on Facebook as well. I love that. That will all be in the show notes. So do follow Deborah and follow the journey. And when Pincushion comes out, d- do see it. Honestly, you will love it. If you like listening Please. to this podcast, <laughs> you will honestly. On. Yeah, it's watch the trailer, which is online now. Yeah, I'll also put in the show notes. So just click play now as soon as this finishes. It's just great, and it's what British films should be about. And it's made from the heart and with love. And I've loved having you on to talk. Thank about you. It. I've loved being on. Thank you, and, and Julian. Yeah. Thank you so much for guest hosting with us oh, today. My pleasure. I really yeah. appreciate Where can people follow you? Uh, at Julian Kostov on, I think, Instagram, Twitter, mm-hmm. um, Facebook. Might be Julian Kostov89. And I am just Giles Alderson. You can follow me there. Follow the Dare Movie at Dare Movie. Robert Marzo, who's joined us today, thank you so much. You didn't just join us for this. We know that as fact. Um, where can people follow you? Come shout it loud or come stand by the mic. Because people should follow this guy because his Instagram is sick. Yes. No, no, my Instagram name is The Mind is the Magic. The Mind is the Magic. Oh. And you don't, you're not on Twitter, are right? you? You're too cool Deep. for that. Yeah. It's, it's too cool. For <laughs> Stick that to shit. one. Stick to one. But do follow him on there because it, honestly, it's some beautiful shots of him pretty much semi naked. So. You wow. really will. Um, I'm on my way. <laughs> <laughs> You can also follow us at Filmmakers Pod on Twitter. Go to filmmakerspodcast.com. Any questions you want, shouting out on the show, or you want to appear on the show yourself, you have a film you want to promote and get out there, do email us, do tweet us. Twitter is the best place to go for us because that's where we answer most of the stuff. Pincushion is out very soon. Do see it when you can. And remember the Beer Town Film Festival. Get your short films in before the 31st of March. Uh, Film Freeway is probably the best way to go, but uh, just go to BeertownFilmFestival.com and that's where you get all the information. This will also be in the show notes. Make a short film, get it on there. It's brilliant. Deborah, thank you very much. Thank you very much. Julian, thank you. Thank you. Rob, what are you saying? Yeah, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> and thanks from me. We will see you next Tuesday as always. Uh, we have a brilliant show for you next Tuesday. It could be one of two. I'll leave that hanging. We'll see you then. All right, take care. Bye-bye. Bye, thank you.